Hello and welcome to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard. Thank you so much for joining us for another segment. You know, former Cincinnati Reds catcher and baseball Hall of Famer Johnny Bench spent years standing, squatting, and, and running under the sun. Now, eventually, the prolonged dangerous sun exposure caught up to him, and at the age of 64, he was diagnosed with basal cell carcinoma, the most common type of non-melanoma skin cancer. Well, today, Johnny is cancer-free and a vocal champion for efforts to get real about skin cancer. He's joining us today along with leading board-certified dermatologist and skin cancer expert, Dr. Ariel Ostad. Welcome both uh, Johnny Bench and Dr. Ariel Ostad. Thank you both for joining us this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Well, doctor, what is non-melanoma skin cancer, and who's at risk for developing this particular type of skin cancer? Non-melanoma skin cancer is comprised of mainly two types of skin cancer, one being basal cell carcinoma and the other one non-melanoma cutaneous squamous cell carcinoma. Generally, these two common types of skin cancer occur in individuals who are fair-skinned, blonde hair, blue-eyed, people who've had a long history of sun exposure, sunburns, people who are have had uh, a family history of skin cancer. Now, uh, Johnny, did, did you have a, a family history uh, of skin cancer? You had this long, storied baseball career. Uh, Ten years ago, you were diagnosed with this uh, non-melanoma skin cancer. How did you first find out about it? You know, I grew up in Oklahoma, and I, uh, in a, I actually was out hoeing cotton and chopping cotton, meaning I'd taken the weeds out of your crops of peanuts and cotton. And I guess through all of that time, from the time I was six years old, I was outside. I was playing baseball. I was doing it, and, mm-hmm. and I uh, developed a couple of blisters on the lower lids. And uh, I had them lanced, and uh, you know, everything seemed to be fine, but they came back. And that's when uh, my optometrist said, you really need to see a dermatologist. Well, fortunately for me, I have a great one in Cincinnati. Uh, he tested it, and uh, they found out, as they, they will do, they'll do a biopsy mm-hmm. and check it out. They found out that it was uh, BCC, basal cell carcinoma, and he was able to go through a surgery, called most surgery, that removed the cancer from my eyelids, both eyelids, and it was interesting. Both eyelids, doctor, I mm-hmm. had them on both, and yet I had the removal of them, and I and that was back in 2012. I haven't had any problems since. <laughs> Wonderful. I'm so glad you're okay. I'm so glad you're cancer-free. Well, I, I I ask you, is it Neil, if you don't mind, with the doctor? Is it normal that, or is that a routine thing that you have it removed and you're pretty much cancer-free? We know we need to see the dermatologist uh, every twice a year, probably yes. would be mm-hmm. best. But is that a reaction? Is that a normal? Uh, Generally, majority of skin cancers, when caught early, are treatable. And uh, when they're caught early, patients do extremely well. It's when, unfortunately, uh, skin cancer is not diagnosed early enough where it can lead to advanced types of non-melanoma skin cancer. I'm so glad that yours was caught early, and here you are being able to speak about it. Well, I see results such as 95% if, they're, if you're caught early enough, pretty much treatable without any bad results. Doctor, you mentioned advanced non-melanoma skin cancer, and, and you explained, you know, how if caught early, there's less of a risk of it advancing or becoming potentially life-threatening. How common is uh, advanced non-melanoma skin cancer? How many people actually have it that far before they come to see you or someone like yourself? So, fortunately, majority of non-melanoma skin cancers are caught early, and patients do extremely well. When a skin cancer is either not caught early enough or it's not treated appropriately, it can lead to advanced skin cancers. Fortunately, it's not common, 
uh, but there are treatments available for that as well. Johnny, what about uh, Let's Get Real About Skin Cancer? Tell us about this campaign and your involvement in it. Well, because of my uh, desire to make everybody aware of skin cancer, I received like so many people around me are developing skin cancers and or they're going to their, their dermatologist and they come back and they look like they get hit by a paint gun because they're freezing their particular spots and making sure that they're under control and if it design if they your dermatologist designs it, the best thing you can do is to go to let's get real about cancer.com and find out more about what you can understand the results of, what you can expect, what Dr. Osted was talking about about your own self analysis. But uh, I I want to make sure that I don't have skin cancer. I want to make sure that everybody doesn't have skin cancer. I know the other day my best one of my best friends developed a squamous under his fingernail. Now where we we don't look at let's where do we where do the cancer where is it supposed to appear? It can it can appear anywhere. Skin cancer can occur in any area. Uh, majority of them occur in areas that are exposed to the sun. Yeah, so I'm working with Regeneron and Sanofi and, and trying to make sure that everybody, everybody comes aware. I mean, this is our vehicle to try to get you and your listeners and all of those people out there to really do self-inspection, to find out, for self-analysis in some way. If there's any question, you go see your dermatologist. And a lot of times, I guess, when you see your GP, they can do the analysis as well. They're very aware of what skin cancers are to a certain extent. Then they will send you to your dermatologist. So, Doctor, I'm assuming that uh, this is relatively easy to diagnose uh, once someone comes in with um, any type of symptoms, if you just do the right test. Uh, is it ever misdiagnosed as something, you know, uh, less serious? Is that something that happens with this type of uh, melanoma? I think the uh, majority of non-melanoma skin cancers are easily diagnosed and treatable with a, a skin evaluation by uh, a dermatologist along with a biopsy. Uh, so as long as uh, you, as Johnny said, you're visiting your doctor, uh, uh, your doctor can, through just examination, doing the full body skin examination, be able to detect and diagnose and biopsy uh, suspicious lesions. So the key is really about going to your doctor, and that's what that's what can actually help catch these at, at an early stage. Johnny, knowing what you know now, what are your thoughts on, on skin protection, uh, exposure to the sun? Uh, what advice do you have for, for others who are out in the sun doing what you do? Well, first of all, from what I understand, you need to apply your sunscreen every two hours. Most people say, I'm going to get 100 SPF or I'm going to get this. I'm going to get the highest part. Well, the real, real key to all of this is making sure you reapply your sunscreen every two hours. I have worn big floppy hats forever on the golf course, fishing, and everything else. So I want to get everybody alert. I, and some people don't realize they're they're out at the beach, they're fishing. Everybody says beach and swimming pool. What about those guys that are landscaping? What about the farmers that are out there? What about doing any sports? And most of the time, most sports are done without hats. And so why not be able to wear a big brim hat, wear your sunglasses, be aware, and of course, as, as Dr. Elstad said, there are different skins that may be more susceptible to cancer than others. Yeah. 
the level of SPF or whatever in that sunscreen really doesn't matter as long as you're reapplying it appropriately, right? I think uh, I think it's really important, as Johnny said, it's not so much about the number of the SPF within your sunscreen, mm-hmm. it's more about reapplication. Right. Anything about, uh, above an SPF 30 pretty much is all about the same. It's about finding a sunscreen that feels good for you so that you like it, you put it on, and it becomes a habit of reapplying it every two hours. Okay. Where can our listeners go for more information? Cancer.com. Let's get real about cancer.com because it really is important for you to understand that. And sometimes it gets spread out. You forget about the words, but let's get real. I mean, that's the one thing. Let's get real about skin cancer. And that is the, that is the site you want to go to. Uh, it is going to have all the information you could possibly want. And uh, we can't, we, we hope that all of our listeners, your listeners, are paying attention to this because they're all starting to understand they need protection. Well said. Thanks. Johnny Bench, Dr. Ariel Osted, I thank you both for uh, joining us here on Health Professional Radio. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you. Thank you, Neil. Thank you, Neil. You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, in conversation with Hall of Famer Johnny Bench and Dr. Ariel Osted. Audio copies of this program are available at hpr.fm and healthprofessionalradio.com.au. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, listen in, download a sound cloud and be sure and subscribe to our youtube channel at youtube.com health professional radio 